And with that being said, and with that being said, welcome to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J. And welcome, welcome, welcome to another amazing show. First and foremost, we want to give God all the glory and all the praise for just keeping us, waking us up this morning and introducing us to another brand new day for just keeping his hands wrapped around us and keeping a hedge of protection around and about us and just getting us ready to go and do whatever he has in his will for us to do. So guys, I hope that you guys enjoyed the interview with Mr. Philip Cooper, a.k.a. Mr. Change Agent Cooper. He was an awesome, awesome blessing to be able to come onto the show and share all the wonderful information that he shared with us um, on yesterday. And I just, I just praise him so much. And I thank that brother for being so informative and being involved with his community and turning his life around and sharing his story. So I just thank him so much. And for anybody out there that knows someone or maybe you may be going through um, that situation, please reach out to me. I have information in the surrounding counties, Greensboro or Forsyth, that you can filter on to someone and maybe they can get that out there to someone that might may need it or someone else that, you know, may be going through it, maybe even a friend or a family member. I welcome you guys to email me at um, vtsmart1 at gmail.com or you can reach out to me on 12th Street Talk Back on Facebook or 12th Street Talk Back dot com on our website and leave a message there and I'll do my best to get you all the information that you guys may need so I hope you guys are doing well today I hope my beautiful brown sisters poured into their self today and poured into their self on yesterday and poured into that young sister or that female friend or even your sister's sister your blood relative checked on them see how they were doing and most importantly make sure that you're doing okay make sure that you've looked yourself in the mirror this morning and checked out all your confidence levels and made that list of your goals of the positive things that you want to have done in your life and first and foremost um making sure that you thank god and just keeping him as a god in your life i wanted to talk to you guys today about uh a topic that just came across um, my desk um, and uh, it had me thinking after um, I did the episodes with uh, Call of Duty, uh, the re-entry, um, the mental and, and physical abuse and um, did you pour into yourself episode and a whole genre of things that God has allowed me to share with you guys and laid on my heart. Um, I came across um, something that said, it went a little bit like this, never having to be anyone 
but yourself. And I was in my word, and uh, I had just come out of my word, however, and that's a practice that I make sure that I do every morning when my feet hit the floor. I make sure that I go spend some time with my father and give him all the glory, and I get into my word. I read a couple chapters, not scriptures, but chapters so that I can spend some time with him because the more that you read and spend time with him, the closer that you'll be able to understand and be able to use his word as a guide for your everyday life. And I was thinking and um, just meditating on the word as as he tells us to do after we read something that touched our heart. And I happened to be flipping through some things and I came across this book that one of my sisters gave to me um, a couple Christmases ago. It it probably been over seven to ten years now and it's called A Book of Prayer and it has 365 um, little prayers in it. It's, It's a very small book. It's no bigger than uh, per se my hand and I'm four foot eleven so that's pretty small so it's something that you can take with you on a daily basis and um, or either have by your bedside it's uh, by an author by the name of Stormy O. Martin and she has uh, 365 player, pl- prayers in there for victorious living So I'm looking at the book and I get this uh, message and it said never having to be anyone but yourself. And I started to think about all the things that I have talked to you guys about um, in reference to my life, in reference to the things that I feel like is important for our community, especially in our Gen Z era. And I started to think about some of the episodes that I did with them. And first and foremost, just let me say, it is never my intent to uh, beat anyone down, to bring any negativity into any of the shows that I do. So if I offended anybody, please, please charge it to my head and not my heart, because that was not my intent. But I started to think about... um, the conversations that I was having with you guys about the Gen Z era because I'm so passionate about our young people um, being the best people that they can be in their lives. And when that statement came, never having to be anyone but yourself, it just opened my eyes a little bit more and made me feel like that maybe I was being a little bit narrow-minded in regards to some of the ways that they do things. But um, not in the regard of wanting to make sure they get taught the leadership skills and the respect and and adding value to their life and not letting anybody um, take away, take away that value, take away that personal thing that makes them unique and not being a follower, but being a leader. So as I'm going through this book and I'm flipping through and I'm reading verses, um, I started to reflect on what I had read in the time that I had spent with my father. And I I went back into prayer and uh, my heart was a little heavy and I didn't really want to call my comrades. I have a couple comrades that I might call and they're pouring to me and I'll pour into them. And 
like I said, as I started to meditate on his word and, and continue to talk to him again, I realized that I was once a teenager. I was once 20. I was once 30. And um, he just he just started to open up my heart about a whole lot of things that um, I had been dealing with and some things that I would like to share with you guys about myself and the reason why I am so passionate about pouring back into our community and making sure that our young people have the best opportunities that they could possibly, possibly have. Um, I do have three teenagers, so I get it as a, I get it from both sides. I get it as a single parent. I get it as a married uh family mother of three and every day is not going to be a good day um, with you and your children maybe you may banter back and forth or agree to disagree and I've certainly had those moments in my life where uh, me and my three have um, agreed to disagree and um, I still want the best for them and I still want to show them leadership skills and coming from a background with Christian values and um just being raised as a Christian. My my mother was a Christian. Her mother was a, a minister, a uh, pastor, and basically all the people on my mother's side of the family in some way, shape, form, or fashion, they're either a deacon, a minister, or something of that nature in the church. So that was rooted and grounded in me from the beginning. And I started to think that, you know, you didn't always, you know, follow the things that your parents told you. Um, some stuck with me, some more than, than others. But as we journey through life, we all have to go through something. So when I read that statement, never having to be anybody but yourself, other than yourself, I started to reflect on my life and I started to reflect on how I got here and how I wanted my message to be positive to the people that is in my life or the people that will come in and out my life as I start um, doing things in the community. And I, I just wanted to let, you know, all my young sisters know, all my beautiful brown chocolate girls know that you're not alone if you're a single mother or if you're stressed out and going through that relationship that you're not quite sure that you want to stay in or not stay in that, um, just keep your head up and keep your hands in God's hands and, um, Things will start to happen for you. Things will start to evolve. But back to what I was saying, um, um, being a single mom and uh, having three children, I most of you know, and, and for those that you don't know, uh, this is my third marriage. I have been married three times. And yes, I did say three <laughs> for all my ladies out there. And it was a journey. It wasn't... Um, always easy. I was married twice prior and I was married for 10 years and both of those marriages um, and both of those marriages was 10 years off and on. So some years we were together and some years we were apart. So um, I really considered myself being a single mom. Um, there were things that I had to go through like being the, the mother and the father all at once, making sure that the birthdays and the Christmases and the Easter's and the homework and all that good stuff got done. 
So I'm reflecting on, on all that journey and how it got me to where I am now. And you know, things wasn't always perfect. So I started to think about my children and the message that I was putting out there and how they could somehow um, understand and how they somehow cannot understand. Because in this journey with Christ, I haven't always been a Christian, even though that's my background. And I haven't always been the strongest and the most attentive parent. Um I did go through a lot with my first and my second marriage that it did a lot of damage. And I didn't realize that until I got into my late 40s, early 50s of how much damage that it it done. But I, I thank God today that he was able to bring me out of all those situations and I am a better person for it. So when I say never having to be anybody but yourself, Um, I do want my younger ladies and gentlemen to know you never have to be anybody but yourself. But uh, respect and values go a long way. And if you attach that to the person that you want to be, you will become that person. For me, my journey started out with hurt and pain. um, With my first and my second husband and just going through everyday life and those times when I was on my own and had to be um, both parents as a single parent, um, we do everything that we can do to help the kids with their homework, provide for them, whether it be back to school, Christmas, whether it's taking them to that football game, basketball game, cheerleading practice, or, or, or all the many, many things that, they, that we have to do. Um, we have to find some time to spend to ourselves. And for me, my time was, I love to take baths. And I started to take those baths with one glass of wine and try to wind down after a busy day with the kids and being at work all day. And, you know, my night probably wouldn't get started to 10, 11 o'clock at night where I could wind down. And before long, I found myself having that glass of wine And then that one glass of wine turned into a mixed drink. And then that one mixed drink turned into straight alcohol. So I found myself getting close to a device that just wasn't me. And before long, I found myself in a situation where I was using that to mask the pain and the hurt and all the scars that I had obtained throughout my different relationships. And as I took on that vice, I, I, I took on a lot of hard exterior, a lot of uh, walls were built so that I wouldn't allow anybody to hurt me again. So I wouldn't take anything off for anybody. But at the same token, I was putting strain on relationships. I was putting strain on friendships and strain on family members. And after a while, it didn't, it didn't start to feel so good. So I guess what I'm saying is as a single mom and as a, a, a woman that either eat, that is either married, we take on so much and sometimes some of us will take a, a vice and try to mask the pain and try to mask the hurt and, and all the things that we have tried to put in our storehouse, as you say, into the door, just it won't close. 
And, and that was my journey. But I thank God today that I am clean and sober and I have been clean and sober for a very long time now. And it has been a wonderful thing that God just gave me a do-over. Um, I woke up one morning and looked in the mirror and I didn't like what I saw. I didn't like what I felt. It was it was heartbreaking for me. And, and, and when the memories that I couldn't store them away anymore because I didn't want to feel that pain start to come out, that's when I started to be a better person. And I woke up one morning and I just asked God, I said, you know, I don't want to be this person. I've never been this person. I've always been a happy, lively person. And I don't want to be this person that depends on alcohol just to get my day started. So when I started to work through some of the crap and some of the junk and get rid of the alcohol and and just start to face all my pain head on with my hand in God's hand, Slowly, I became better. Slowly, I didn't need that vice anymore to help me get through the day or help me deal with some of the past pain because I had built up so much pain from the hurt, from people hurting me. I was dishing it out to people that loved me, that wanted to be around me, but started to shy away because I had become such a um, mean and hateful person. Because I thought I was building up a wall to protect myself, to protect my heart, to protect my children. But I was really, in hindsight, breaking down relationships with friends and family. And even to the point where I was breaking down relationships with my own children. Because even though I was in the house and I was, you know, working, I was working a full-time job. I was a career woman. I got up, I put on my business suits and my nice outfit every day. Uh, my hair and my makeup was in place. Everything was on fleek. I was masking something from the whole world and nobody saw it but me. That I was coming home. I was taking that uh, first drink and that first drink turned into a second drink until it became my comfort. It, came, it became my comfort to get through life. And I would get up the next morning and dust myself off and go back to work and be the person that I could be for my children and and, and, and many others. But at the same token, I was masking uh, the hurt and pain when I got off work, when I uh, finished helping the children with the homework, when I finished doing all the wonderful things that I thought that I was doing as a mother to protect me and my children. So that's something that I had to go through. And I thank God today that I did go through those things, that he did deliver me from it. I didn't have to go to anybody's detox center or any of that. I didn't have to, all I had to do was pray. All I had to do was realize that the stuff that I was going through, the hurt and the pain that I was going through, let it take its course. And I didn't let it take its course in the beginning. I started trying to hide it with anger and mask it. And, and, and alcohol was my sleep. It was my sleep aid. Um, I was doing all the wrong things. So when I, I turned my life over to Christ, and I didn't exactly turn my life over to Christ that day. I looked in the mirror. I saw what I didn't like about myself. And I said, today, I'm going to change this. This is not who I am. This has never been who I am. 
And I just got on my knees and I asked God to take it away from me. And it's probably one of the hardest things that you could ever do in life, especially not going to a professional and especially not um, detoxing at a detox center, um, especially with the way that I was, that I had been um, taking advantage of alcohol. But I thank God today, as I was saying, that he he did deliver me. And it only took, I want to say, maybe a week that he delivered me from it because he heard my heart. He heard my cry. And I just thank God for the do-over. I thank God for the things that I went through. I thank God for the man that he brought into my life now because, you know, I was able to share my story with him and he was here with me during during the end of my story and he was a great support system a great listener and you know he went on the journey with me and he never belittled me about the things that I was I was trying to get rid of all the hurt all the all the pain and all the anger and I just thank God for that that he just gave me a do-over so on my journey today I was thinking about uh the things that I talk about with the younger generation, that's why I'm so passionate about, especially my young women, being able to have a, a fixture in their life or someone in their life, a, a positive figure that won't allow them to let just anybody walk in their life and do things to them that they may can't handle mentally or things to them that they can't handle physically. And and, and to my young men, the same thing, but especially, you know, having leadership skills and having values and having that person that you can depend on. Parents are so important in our children's lives as they grow um, into young adults and and grow to be our age. And um, that's why I say, you know, I never want to come off as offensive because everybody has a story and that's my story. And I hope that someone listening to me, it, they may be going through it or they may not be going through the same thing that I've gone through, whether their device is alcohol, whether it's marijuana, whether it's popping pills or whatever they're going through. I hope that they hear this message and know that they're not alone, that everybody needs somebody and it's okay to ha- ask for help. And it's not okay to store all that stuff in a closet and one day your closet is so full that it just start running out. And when it starts running out, I pray that 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 some that person has the same opportunity that God gave me. Um, but that's just it. That's my story. Everybody's story is different. And as I look around from my beautiful brown faces to uh, my Caucasian women, I see a lot of hurt and pain there. And um, I know because I was there when I was going in and out of the, the ABC stores, I would see the women, professional women, women like me going in and out the same time just to get home and get that moment of relaxation. But I also know if they were doing, if they were going as often as I was going, then they were masking a lot of hurt and they were masking a lot of pain. So I thank God today that he's cleaned me up and he's given me a purpose. He's given me a purpose to give back, to do something right. He's always already given me the opportunity to mend relationships that that I had broken. And I thank God for that. I thank God for having um, supportive people 
in my life that was able to still love me anyway and help me get over the, the hurdles. So if I can do anything by sharing this story with somebody that may may or may not be going through the things that I went through, I hope you're listening. I hope that you know that God has a plan for you and everything that we go through is just temporary. And I would say, be strong if you have that strong friend, that strong sister. Uh, Stay in faith with God. Take it to God. I challenge you to look yourself in the mirror. See what you can do to change it if you happen to be going through that situation. And lean on God for all that uh, you need from Him. And, 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 and just get that guidance. Get that support. Um, he says in his word in Ephesians 13 through 18, gird yourself with, with truth and put on your breast, breastplate plate of righteousness and, uh, and peace. And, and above all things, he says, faith and, and, and quench your faith. Make sure you quench your faith from the wicked one and put on your helmet of salvation. And, and when you've done all that you can do, just stand. And that's what I've done. I, I, I started off challenging myself of what I wasn't going to do and was going to do. And I got all the hurt out. I got all the garbage out. And a part of the journey now, that's a part of the journey now that I'm still going through. Just getting all the hurt and the garbage out. But God be the glory that he's given me an avenue. He's given me a way to get back. And I just love him to death for that. I love him for the fact that he's kept me. He's kept me in his arms. And he didn't let me stray away from what he had for me. And I knew being raised in a family with Christian values and um, I knew that he was going to bring me out and some people may not have that. Everybody needs somebody. So if that if, if that's your case or you know somebody that may be going through that because we as women we try to suck it up. We try to say that it doesn't bother us, it doesn't hurt us and of course it's not going to bother you or hurt you if you have that vice but If you know someone that's going through it, or maybe if you're going through it yourself, I challenge you to, if if you can't do it on your own and you can't take it to God and you don't think that you have the strength to, um, seek professional help, but pray about it, think about it, give yourself a whole new life because I promise you the wonderful things that he's doing in my life and all the wonderful changes that he's making in my life it it it, it really has been mind-blowing and one of my comrades in Christ um they told me when I started this journey when I told them what I was doing said said to me you know what God is really fast tracking your life he's really feeding you you that word he's really um, dealing with you and at that time I was so new in everything that I was doing I couldn't quite understand what she was saying but as I go through this journey on a daily basis I understand all the things all the amazing things that he's doing for me and all the wonderful things that he has done for me and I thank God today that I am clean and sober and I wanted to come on and share my story with you guys and maybe it'll help somebody in their journey so when I do talk about the Gen Z 
easy era. I am passionate about their futures. I'm passionate about the things that we can teach them and the leadership and the quality and the value of the person that they have. And I am passionate about our elders and being out being able to get out there and get them back in the community and be a helpmate to them. But with that, all that being said, um, I told you guys in the beginning I was reading out of this book, and the book uh, it is called a book of prayer. And if you allow me to, I like to read um, from it right now for you guys, and it's called uh, "Because He Redeems All Things," and it says, "The Lord, Lord, I want to thank you." That you love me so much that you want to totally restore, repair, rebuild, renew, and redeem my soul and my life. I know that no matter what damage has occurred in my life or what loss I've experienced, there is nothing so great that you cannot redeem and restore in some way. And it goes on to give you the scripture where they got it from and that was Psalms 34 22 where it says the Lord redeems the soul of his servants and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned and this little book I've had for a while now like I said my oldest sister gave it to me and she probably doesn't even remember giving it to me but she gave it to me as a Christmas present and it it tugged on my heart after I got out of my word with Uh, My father is from spending time with him, and I just, it just fell in my spirit that it was time for me to share my story, that maybe it will help someone. So if this has helped you, or if this has touched you, share it with someone. And I thank you, and I love you guys for listening to my story, and continue to listen and continue to follow me, if you will. Follow, 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 share, share, share. Guys, I love you so much, and thank you for all that you're doing and helping me bring awareness and great things into our community. And I just thank our Heavenly Father for all that he's done for me. Thank you, guys, and ciao for now.